0: Good <laughs> Hi, can you hear me? Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Thank you. Coming, coming. Oh. Is this the spiritual counseling session?
1: That's right. The community call.
2: Community call. So it, it
1: looks like Araba will be joining us, but she's going to be late. She has an activation session going on. Okay. So we could get started, I guess. Hi, um, Marie. How are you? Hello, oh, how, how Dina. How do you spell your name? Betty. Are you? Are, I'm sorry. What's that?
2: How do you spell? You, how do you say your name? Dina. Dina. Okay. Hi, Dina. Coming, coming.
1: Yes. Hi. And, hey, Betty, are you new to the, spout, the, the counseling um, group?
3: Yeah, Dina, I'm uh, driving and I just joined the spiritual counseling certification program. So I'm just brand Oh, new, welcome.
1: So. Excellent. Okay. Thank welcome. you.
3: Welcome. Welcome, Betty. Thank you. So I'll be silent listening to you until I get parked somewhere. So thank you very much.
0: Okay. Good.
3: Oh. We may,
1: uh, Marie. We may be the only, the only three. Uh, Arba will yeah. be here, but I don't know. She's um, at the end of her activation session. So,
2: so uh, we are recorded. So we can begin. Yes, we
1: can. Yeah. Does anybody feel like praying in?
2: How about you praying in? <laughs>
1: Okay, all right, that sounds like a fair deal. Okay, placing our hands on our hearts. We take that moment to become very, very deeply present, deeply aware that we are here together, joined as one. We are here as spiritual counselors who are learning, who are coming into our connection with spirit, with intuition, with inspiration, with creativity. As we connect deeply during our counseling sessions with clients, as we are taught and led and shown more and more about the, the uh, level of the invisible. And we're grateful and thankful for this opportunity to learn More about ourselves, about our spiritual connections, about our healing and our awakening through this excellent vehicle of spiritual counseling. And we share the benefits with everyone. And so it is. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you. Beautiful prayer. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Welcome. Yeah. So
2: how are you doing about your uh, counseling?
1: Yes, I've... um, I've done all my 111 hours. So I'm I'm beginning to exceed past that, which is good. I have not completed all my journals. So that is going to be, uh, more time. I don't know exactly how I I haven't quite figured strategy yet out. I do have a, um, study buddy in the, um, spiritual counseling program, but we haven't successfully met yet. So (laughs) we'll, um, Yeah, i have to try to set up a strategy for completing the journals. Uh, I did join Finding Freedom again, even though I've done it before, to help me. I thought it might help me reconnect to my journals, and I have a, um, I I was hoping it would just bring me back into the thinking of the journals, and journaling, and that kind of thing, and and also just another review of Jennifer's philosophies, and what we're working with for our clients, so. How about, how about you, Marie? Where are you at? Um, you're fairly new to the program, right? Was it just last year you joined?
2: Yes, I joined. No, this year. Uh, this year, okay. Yeah, I joined this year. I'm very far, I fall behind. Because, you know, uh, I live in Europe. I am in France. So to find someone to share counseling, I just have uh, one person. Elena Stark. I don't know if you know her.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh huh. Yeah.
2: So it's uh, just uh, two counseling a week when she is not going to Russia. So yeah, I am. Uh, I have done maybe ten, just ten counseling. So I. How, how's them.
1: your? What's your experience been with count with the counseling?
2: At the beginning, it was uh, truly. I was uh, feeling guilty because I didn't find anything to to give the person. But now I just accept what's going on. With uh, Eleda, she likes to, to talk, to say about her, uh, well, her intentions and what to release, what to choose. And uh, my question was just... Uh, How do you feel about that? And uh, why did you choose to release that kind of blocks instead of, you know? But now, um, and we did some uh, forgiveness later, but uh, I am not very, sorry, that's self judgment. (laughs) Not very good at uh, counseling because I don't have uh, many counseling sessions.
1: Okay, so t- what is your um, time frame of availability? Since, since you are in France and many many of us are in the United States,
0: yes, what is I know. Your,
1: what's your time frame? I'm in Virginia. So I'm you are in eastern.
2: Virginia. So yeah. how many hours is there between your country and me? You are in the middle and central?
1: Yeah, oh, no, I'm eastern.
2: Eastern, so, right, so right now, hours.
1: it's Yeah, it's 1 p.m. right now. What time is it for you?
2: It's 7 p.m.
1: Seven PM. Okay. Yeah. So it's possible that you and I could do a like what would probably be six, it would be a lunchtime session for me, or you know, like this time sometimes. Um, I'm I'm taking. Mm. I'm actually I work during the day, but I can take little blocks of time during the lunch hour yeah. sometimes. So, so I could I could definitely jump on with you
2: wow, um, that on that be time very... frame.
1: In yeah. fact we could schedule one right now if you want.
2: <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's okay. do it. How about Wednesday? Oh, let me just yeah, check.
1: Wait. Check your okay. calendar. We'll get set okay. up. <laughs> We're going to make this happen for Marie.
2: <laughs> okay. uh How about the next, the coming um, Wednesday?
1: I can do it. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it either would be my 12 p.m. or um, actually, what could we do my 1 p.m., your 7 p.m.? So th- I, sometimes I just like to have a frame of reference, and this is a... Oh, I sorry.
2: prefer the 12 p.m. because after,
1: I, okay. uh,
2: I am not available.
1: Okay, so 12 p.m., Um Eastern, it'll be your 6 p.m., right?
2: Let me just check again. Yes, it's uh, 6 p.m. my time. Okay, so that's Wednesday. All right, so So, you
1: can, how will you contact me to let me know how do we get in touch? What's your methodology for?
2: Usually, um, uh, it's Elena who sent me the Zoom link.
1: Okay. So because this time you'll need, you'll have to do that this time. Do you know how to do that?
2: I have a Zoom link, but it's only for 14 minutes. It's available for forty minutes.
1: Um, even with two people, you don't, it doesn't allow you longer. Oh yeah. yeah I think it yeah, will for two right. people.
2: Okay. So. so
1: you can schedule one on your Zoom link with me. And I yes. can give you. Let me put in the chat. Um, I think you. I think you'll need my email, right?
2: Uh, I don't. Please. It will be helpful if you could just put it in the chat, and I will copy. it.
1: And then I'll also. Uh, I'll put my so. I'll put my cell phone number too. I don't know exactly. Uh, that would have to be probably for you being in Europe, a WhatsApp mm-hmm. kind of, if you needed to contact me, like a WhatsApp, yes. would, I don't know. I can be
2: send free. you mine also.
1: So there's mine. And Betty, you're welcome uh, to oh, take, yeah. take that I information need... as well if, you, if you'd if you like to connect in some way to exchange counseling sessions.
2: Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Dina. uh Can you let me know the the first number yes your, okay uh,
1: so mm. it is desjardins d D-E-S- no no no, oh.
2: no 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 the your telephone number
1: oh okay five four zero no
2: sorry <laughs> before five, four, zero, there Oh, it's is one code.
1: i mean one yeah i believe just one is the way i dial it i don't I'm not sure what it is and but for on the whatsapp i think you just put it in that way one yeah i'm sorry i should have put the one so it's actually
2: one
1: That's right. Yes.
2: Okay.
1: So I'm happy to, um, is for you as well, Betty, if you wanted to, it's, as you're getting into it, I guess, you're, are you getting ready, Betty, to take your intensive? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you'll have Betty. some things that you'll want to get under your belt first. Yes. Yeah. But I'm happy to... Um, jump in Uh, with both of you either of you or anybody on the call who's listening later who would like to um, have some practice sessions and you'd like some variety and you haven't had maybe um, you'd like to just try somebody with a little bit different issues and different have some spice to your Mm -hmm. counseling sessions dina yes ma'am
2: yeah would you like to have another session on uh, Friday, sure okay, absolutely then. Yep. can you uh, the same time yeah or would you prefer a little okay
1: i think we can do it yeah okay And also, um, do both of you know, uh, because I actually didn't know, and I found out at some point, I've been in the program for, you know, several years. Jennifer actually uh, gives us three one-hour counseling sessions as part of our counseling program. And and Mm -hmm. the reason she does that is so that we um, have a chance to experience her, you know, just how does someone with her range and level of counseling skill and how does that when we and you know sometimes you have an issue sometimes you don't when you come to her but it does either way it works out and you have um, you get to experience how she what she does and how that feels and you get three of those
0: wow
1: yeah so uh, you can reach out to gj and gj will help uh, schedule when she's got some availability okay. and that's very helpful and the other thing that she recommended which I thought was helpful, and I haven't done yet, but I will at some point here soon, is to find either one of her certified counselors or just somebody that you know is uh, does spiritual counseling and sign up with them. Um, you will have to pay them because they're a certified counselor, but to experience somebody who's done it for a while and is certified and is you know has run their business maybe or something like that, and then you can get a feel for different styles.
2: Oh, yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, could you just let me know again uh, when we are um, having counseling with Jennifer? Is she the counselor or are we the counselor?
1: She's the counselor.
2: Okay, yeah, so are, we th- are the client.
1: You are the client. She is the counselor, yeah. And so you'll get three of those that you can just schedule through GJ. GJ knows her, um, knows her calendar. And sometimes, it, you know, you, it takes a week or, you know, it just depends on when she's got some scheduling open. Okay. And then she'll take you in just like a regular client and go take you through an hour. It's actually an hour of the count, the regular counseling.
2: Okay. So I will and, be the client and I'll take, I'll share with her my intention and explain yeah. what yeah Exactly.
1: Wow. Yeah. It's very, very nice. Cool. And yeah. then the other thing that I've started doing, and I got this I, when I joined Finding Freedom to do the retake on the Finding Freedom, oh, you yeah. get the Sacred Circle counseling, yeah. Yeah. but now that's, so I've started listening just to hear, I don't ask any questions, but I'll just listen to her interactions with people, and mm-hmm. so a lot of those are first-year students, it looks like to me, are Finding Freedom students, and they, um, We'll reach out to her. I've got this problem, this issue, something, and then she'll respond. So it, it's not an hour long. It's the whole thing is an hour, and she might talk to four, maybe three, four, or five different people and answer their questions. So it's a little more compact, but you can get a sense of what part in the um, of course in the Course in Miracles does she mm-hmm. refer to? What is the the value or this or the spiritual standard she's talking about to help guide them? what questions she might ask them that kind of thing mm-hmm. how long does she listen as they talk about their issue you know that kind of thing
0: oh great so way, i just stay ahead. kind
1: of hidden i just turn my camera off and listen um, i think it's i think it's once a week i think it was Pick yesterday the circle
2: is once a week or yeah. freedom pussy
1: No, this is her, she, it's her whole separate thing called Sacred Circle that she's done for, goodness, I think it's been like 15 years or something. Wow. Yeah, she's done it an awfully long time. And it's just a benefit that you get with um, finding freedom. So yeah, I believe it, because I think we did it yesterday. So that would have been Thursday. My time, I think it was 4 p.m. So that may be when it is. And then, you know, you can just stay off camera if you want. And just if you're busy doing something, you can just listen you know, maybe, uh, and take, you can get the transcript afterwards. Oh, and she gives, yeah, she gives a lot of, um, a lot of the advice, then we could look at that and then just see, oh, that's how she does it. And let's see how that fits in with what I might do if a client has a similar issue.
2: Is the replay in our, um, in the member site?
1: It is, but only if you're either signed up for it or if you are if you're in finding freedom so it's a it's an extra fee i don't i don't know probably linda or somebody could speak yeah, to yeah
2: yeah i know i know yes yes wow thank you so much yeah you're welcome. Beautiful.
1: and i think one of this now i came in a little different time than you two did so that i think there's some different um um i have maybe some different things i have to accomplish than you all do but when I came in, I was required to take Finding Freedom. I mean, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Sacred Circle. I was. I had to sign up for it. Pay the pay the subscription fee. I think we do too. Okay, and it's we like have
3: nine months of it. Nine months think, or something. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right.
1: So that's the reason for that. Is that it helps give us counseling background. It's very good for that.
2: In the in the sacred circle is like uh, counseling.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wow. It's wow. like t- but instead of being one client for one hour, she's got like five clients for fifteen minutes or something like that.
2: Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. I see that.
3: It has so been be- my uh yeah, go ahead. my incredible uh, I don't know, benefit, pleasure. I've been working with Reverend Megan for a year. And it has been an incredible blessing to be able to sit beside her or across from her and work with her. I came in a total wreck, just out of prison, a mess, not knowing what to do. And her just holding such a vision of healing and wholeness and love and just holding that for me. And every other week, just being able to step into that and... Having that love and support every other week has been my healing, really. And having her just hold that for me has been, mm-hmm. just being able to walk into that has been amazing.
1: Oh, yes. I think I remember you speaking in a, I don't know if we were in a, we were in something together, maybe a breakout or something. And I remember you talking a little bit about yeah. your about your story. That's wonderful. Yeah. So she's inspired you.
3: Yeah, she really has.
1: To do the counseling.
3: Yeah, she would, I'd be, I mean, for the first two months, I don't think I smiled. I cried through every session with her. And uh, slowly but surely, I'd get it. And she'd just smile a little bit more. And then I'd write her a letter. Every month, I'd send her a love offering. I don't have a checking account. I didn't have any way to pay her. So she'd say, oh, just send me something in the mail. So every month, I'd send her a letter and tell her my breakthroughs. So now she has 12 letters from me. And they've been just an amazing testament to my growth and what a great way to, so now she has all those and we've been able to go back and say, wow, look where you were last year at this time. And six months ago, this is where you were. And now this is where, but she just smiles and I say, you knew I was going to get this, didn't you? And so just being able to watch, engage her smile and know that healing has happened, but and just like Jesus did is holding that vision of wholeness for me. And so I know that's the kind of counselor that I want to be is to hold that wholeness, complete, beautiful vision of people. Wow.
1: That's, wow. that's wonderful. And yes. Heartwarming. And um, you're going to be such a testament to people.
3: Now, the other day I was driving to massage school and I, the sky was so beautiful. It was so blue. Was that just that perfect, beautiful sky blue. There wasn't a blemish at all in the sky. And barely I saw it up in the sky. About 10 o'clock was a big, beautiful, full moon. And I thought, that's us. That's us. Full, perfect, and complete up there in the sky. And I was in such a state of bliss. It was just so marvelous. And I was just driving. And I was just so in that beautiful state of love. And a truck pulled out right in front of me. And we just barely, barely missed each other. And instantly that anger swelled up inside of me. But as soon as it rose up inside of me, it went away. It was like that love eraser came in love and there eraser. was, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> know, and there wasn't that, there wasn't no horns that hung. There was no fingers that flew there. And I just looked at him and I shrugged my shoulders and he looked at me and it just went on. And then I looked back up at that moon and that same love came in, that bliss, and I just went on my way. And it was just a wonderful experience. And it was just like Jennifer said, you know, we think the thoughts that we think with God. And 55 years of all the anger and hatred and violence that had ruled my life, the eight months of, you know, being a masterful living and the love and the gentleness has erased those 55 years of violence and anger. And it does work
1: yeah that's yeah. that undoing uh, what's what does it say in the course of miracles that the undoing of all the um it's talking about like where the locusts have destroyed the field or something and then the uh, the forgiveness and undoing of all the damage of all the consequences it, i think it says yeah
3: you drop those those words of love and kindness and gentleness they do erase all that stuff and holy spirit does pave the way and does erase all the damages and it it really does work it blows my mind but healing happens whether whether you're conscious of it or not it's just it's amazing stuff
1: you know betty i'm really looking forward to um i could i kind of have a sense of you being on maybe sundays with spirit telling your story coming up in the future somewhere where you've got um where we get a sense of what you went through and how you got through it and the miracle part of it, and the undoing. And then the,
3: And whatever. I, I hated the whole violet flame thing. In fact, I thought Jennifer and I were going to have a divorce over it because I just wasn't, I wasn't digging it. I was just like, man, I'm just not going to do this violet flame. It's too woo woo. But when she did that meditation on Monday night and I was able to go back to one of my most heinous crimes and I was able to, Going that meditation, I was able to take a weapon out of my hand, and I was able to make the most loving choice, and I was able to erase that. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think I was going to be able to erase some of my most horrible crime. I was back in love with Jennifer, and I was back in love with all this thing, and I'm going to be able to do some of that erasing of the the most horrible things I've ever been able to do. And that's some of the most incredible things.
1: I, I had so. that same reaction to violet flame as you did initially, but now I think it's what I loved about it was the um, the the intention behind it, which was to take something negative or something painful or feel fearful and to transmute it to something beautiful kind and loving and after that you know once I sort of got a hold of that, the rest of it was easy you know because that's a beautiful concept to work with
3: It is if I can take all of my holocaust stuff. And if I can move it all over here into a beautiful museum and do something good with it, then what a, what a great thing to do. So Hi, Hi, seems
4: to me that you're already doing that. You're we... here and present. So yep. it's beautiful. And I'm so glad that you received the email. I hadn't put you on the WhatsApp because we hadn't talked yet. Um, so I apologize for that. So this is great. I'm so happy to see you, and I'll officially announce you into the program. Beautiful. What I what came to me? I just I didn't know you were talking about the Violet Flame, but I was teasing Dina because her camera always everything appears purple, including her purple hair. And I'm saying she's the Violet Flame goddess, right? Because that's why everything looks purple. Um, Uh, So I love that. And um, well, what it sounded to me was something that I've done with clients as a session, um, the do over, Um, you know, we talk about it a little bit in our prayer partnerships, but I've actually done it in a session, like particularly when someone has like an event or a specific thing that they regret. And I say, okay, let's, Let's do this. Let's start from the beginning. We talk about recognizing like what's coming up as it's coming up, where the choices are, um, and they can make different choices and then see how that different choice plays out and what happens. And um, I, I also it it just remind me I do this uh, guided forgiveness session too and. Um, I had a client, and as I was doing that, it basically, and this never happened before, but basically that traumatic event, because it was a a very traumatic event, like after we did the forgiveness portion, and then as they look back on it, because that's part of it, um, they saw a completely different thing happen. And I mean, they literally felt the healing. They saw like a, a completely different ending and it was so incredible. So I just, all of that is just to say that the do-over forgiveness work, violet flame, like anything that we can be a part of, that's really healing, right? Where people can see that there's choice and see, the impact of their choice be transformed into love, right? So I know just being part of those things have been extremely powerful and just hearing you speak on that was very powerful.
3: Because I now believe that everything can be transformed to love, every single thing, no matter what and how heinous it is, everything can be transformed to love. And that is your gift
4: in being a counselor.
1: Yeah, and I think for some people, the word heinous could be substituted with uh, some, I work with trauma victims quite a bit. The word uh, shameful, so heinous, shameful, all shameful things can be transmuted. There's, uh, It's very difficult when um, I'll do the f- verbal communi- um forgiveness letters because some of that trauma is so intense they just they can't do it on their own without a Mm -hmm. real intact support system and it may take three three different meetings to to get through it the emotion of it um and then when we get back to the part they'll guide you as you what i do is i'll kind of write like a as fast as i can it depends on how upset they are sometimes you're you know, whatever your methodology is, mine is to take notes really quickly and then to read back to them. If they're in big trauma, we take it slowly in chunks and I'll read back. It's to what they can handle. So I may just vary to calm them down on it. I'll take a very slow voice and read back very gently and calmly what they've said. And then when I, when they get their bearing, then we'll move to the next part of the forgiveness letter. Um, one person in particular I've been working with that had has had so much trauma, so much trauma, and um, just didn't seem to be spiraling down into depression and just couldn't get out of it. Jennifer had suggested that she jump back into forgiveness letters, and it was they're hard for her. So that's we set out on this path of doing a forgiveness letter, and it's I think we'll we're going to be four weeks the next time we meet next week. when i started when i kind of let her go i said you you go with it and i'll write and she took a breath and just all this stuff came out you know she set her intention and then the rage and the anger and the um shame and the blame and the victimization and just all the all the black dark tarry negative horrible feelings that had been just um traumatizing and torturing her really she you know was almost hyperventilating as she got it out and then you know in my just writing like a frenzy it was really difficult to get it all and I didn't and then I you know let her calm and get her bearing I said okay now it's time for us to get into the acceptance and then we'll we'll move through that and um she had some, during the acceptance portion, I, I add something a little extra in it. Is, it's the, instead of just um, accepting what is, it's accepting your responsibility. So I'm responsible for this because I chose to see blank as, you know, it's like I, I chose to attack myself by seeing blank as blank. And that's difficult. I thought that I wasn't sure when I started using it. I got that from someone named Kirill, who is one of our, I think he's a second or third year student now. And he really deeply went into forgiveness letters and um, was suggesting that it was sharing his way of doing it. And I asked if I could incorporate that in mine and he gave me permission to use it. So I wondered with trauma victims or People who suffer trauma—if that would be too much, you know—blame uh, yourself. You know, for how am I? to But it's actually very healing. I've I noted that because, um, as one person told me, when you it allows you, if you can say I'm responsible for it, then it allows you to have more control over it and to change it.
4: Yeah, that's really beautiful. And that reminds me of like the retreat, right? I think that's part of um, the healing from sexual abuse. Uh, And I remember at the Stop Playing Small uh, retreat, the first one I was at with you and Paula, um, that Paula spoke about you know, that aspect of dealing with abuse and um, how, you know, in her mind, she was like, what, you know, initially, but then how that had been such an important part of the healing. So I'm so glad you're doing that. I mean, I think this is what we're all meant to do is take tools and be inspired and add our flavors and you know so so that's awesome to see
1: well they they are the teachers you know i didn't come into this knowing how i I suffered trauma myself i knew what it was um i didn't know the fine points of taking forgiveness work and how that applied to trauma and the release of trauma i did not know so now as they're they're showing me the more intense their trauma the more the more you're going to learn as you watch they 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 are the ones that gravitate through it and you just guide them gently you know and you have to be very supportive very gentle there are times when you need to ground them because they're going to be you know they're feeling the trauma again so to, uh, to keep them grounded uh to that they're okay and I think what um what Betty just said about all the time she worked um, with Megan and Megan just, you know, held that space for her, that smile, that, you know, that look like, you know, I see you and you're okay. And that's, you know, if, if they can look at you through their trauma and see that in your eyes and in your holding space through your spiritual connection with them, then they are less fearful less traumatized and more able to be there because with trauma I think you do have to stand in that trauma and work through it and let to let it go is not just a concept I'm now going to let it go it's it takes some greasing or something (laughs) I don't know exactly
4: yeah no I think it's also the same with grief you know um in in a parallel way right it's not exactly the same but working with brief um, because the verbal forgiveness letter I am a fan of um, like I had suggested that to my mother um, that you know I would just sit with her and we could go through it and she could speak it because I already knew anytime she's been like given you should journal like that just doesn't work for her but even now just being able to speak speak it and to know like because there's this idea of like oh I don't want to make everybody sad and so there's real progress there's real release there's real healing that can happen in that speaking of it um and so I love though that you you just like said exactly what you know the the uh in the course the I can't I don't know why I can't find the words today but like the student teacher relationship is a holy one there's really yes an yes equal one yes it's it, it, not it's, like, it's, it's not you. somebody who needs something from you and you're giving it to them but it's this recognition of your wholeness and that you're both um giving and receiving love so I just like you, what you just said was just so beautiful and so reflected that the manual for teachers, that's what I couldn't <laughs> find the words for.
1: Yeah, it's, that's right. It's, it's, um, I have four, four people that I've been counseling for a while and one just went on every other week, you know, I let, I let them choose, you know, if they, if they need. No, I need you next week but I knew I knew she was getting ready to fly she on her own she's really made tremendous progress around uh, the area of assertive communication um, lowering of self-hatred and that you know that type of thing but she had a big problem with um, she didn't want to be seen she didn't want to be heard um, and she had incredible resistance so she couldn't even hardly gather her language to speak, you know, it was, she was just so like a stuttering and stammering and, um, apologizing and the, the, and I hadn't seen her for two weeks. We had to go two weeks without seeing each other. And I saw her Tuesday night and there was this whole different lady, you know, I had seen it coming, you know, this speaking with this authority and this flow. And she had written, let me read you these two forgiveness letters I wrote during the art break, And how she expressed and she's, uh, and what actually, so this is, this would be a testament to our higher self guiding us. So she, um, her resistance has been so high. She's a young girl. She's probably in her 30s, I think, but with young, with teenage children. But she, her resistance was so high that it seems to me, and that's the way she experienced it, was her higher self arranged for her to get very suddenly ill and have to be transported to the hospital and lay out in the hall in the emergency room with her mother. She was out of town. It was scary. It was unsettling. They couldn't tell her what was wrong. I think she had come close to passing out and was just several things were going on of which they really couldn't, couldn't give her um, a, a complete, they couldn't say for sure. But when she got home, her realization was, oh, that's the kind of thing that's going to happen if I keep resisting. She was clear that there was a connection between that sort of gentle but scary occurrence and saying I need to step up now and let go and do what I what I what I'm aligned with. And she knew part of that was speaking what she communicating her needs, her desires, her uh, and there and there are a lot of things. And so she's really working on the we started working on boundaries. What do boundaries have to do with communication? I have a whole different way of looking at boundaries than most people through my leadership management work I do. We don't see boundaries as blocks. We see them as a place. We see them as that which allows you to stand in your integrity. So of course the miracles might call that bringing illusion to truth. I think that's uh, so that's the way we use boundary with the word boundary. So started talking to her about that. And I think so I, and i have recommended that she try to get into the counseling program but because we're all about communication whether it be listening or from connection to spirit she is looking at maybe taking the um intensive mm-hmm. but she was like oh i can't be a counselor so i don't know <laughs> but you see people that have these um they overcome these what looks like deficits what a powerful counselor she would be having you know, learned how to see this and overcome it.
4: Absolutely, and you you planted the seed. I mean, the resistance to it is already the seed is there, and she's responding to that seed, right? Um, of of that next thing, and so it will be absolutely beautiful. They make the right if you hadn't had your trauma. How could you serve in this way you know um i'm quite familiar with trauma too (laughs) Uh, you know chronic pain is like constant trauma (laughs) as well as grief and all those other pieces but absolutely right Uh, how how do we live with that and there was something you said that um I just came from activation session, and it was kind of long, uh, and one of the challenges I had was really helping the person stay in their space and Now I've had other activation space sessions where I don't barely have to talk like the people just are so um, into their space, and I found myself judging right the that oh, this wasn't very effective, this wasn't good and then i like I'm letting that go because right towards the end and especially as we talked there were these flashes of like just just the shift in energy and the change so this was also a part of and one of the things that came up for me was this idea because what they were talking about is really stepping up and doing the deep work and they really wanted to be of service too And I was like, spiritual counseling program is a number one for doing your own deep work (laughs) (laughs) and being of service. So that is definitely going to be something I'm going to bring up at our check-in next week, um, that those things will all be aligned with doing your own deep work. So I love that you also had that with a client too.
0: I've been talking a lot. Marie, did you want to share anything? Hi, Araba, yeah, thank you very much for sharing. It was wonderful to listen to both of you. Thank
2: you, Diana. Uh You know, I, uh, I just have one counselor, uh, one client. It's Elena Stark, who is in uh, Europe. And uh, she talked a lot. So I'm just holding the space for her, listening. And uh, at the end of her talk, after one hour, she said, oh, I am waiting for your advice. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what I just say is, uh, just asking question how about how she feels about after telling everything she said and uh, uh, what's really blocking her in what she said and she uh, herself find uh, the solution and uh, I think that's I I never had the opportunity to meet people with trauma or grief or uh, difficulty because uh, Elena is uh, talking about her uh, childhood, especially her past with her mother and grandmother. And I think that the way she talked was just to let me. Well, so let me know what's happening. And by telling her uh, situation, her intentions, she already finds herself the solution. So uh, I don't have so much to share. But I am so happy to listen to you, Dina, for your uh, experiences and uh, your uh, counseling. And thank you because the way you speak, I understand everything you are saying.
1: <laughs> wow! Thank you. Sometimes, that's quite a compliment.
2: <laughs> no, it truly. People sometimes speaks, and Elena speaks very fast, but it's in French, so it's easy for me to understand everything. But uh, once I had uh, uh, someone talking speaking in, uh, in English. And uh, wow, I, I was a bit um, anxious because I didn't understand everything. Even if I told the person that uh, I would like her to, to speak slowly, but I couldn't just say, hey, stop, stop, speak slowly every time. So I was a bit anxious that uh, how can I give be a counselor if I don't understand. That's why I am just talking with the uh, Jed with uh, Elena for the moment. And uh, well, wow. yeah. Anyway, I am doing my best. And uh, thank you, thank you for your
0: shares. Yeah,
1: you. and that's uh, uh, you before you came in, Arba. Um... Marie had been sharing that, so she and I now have two appointments we found we found out when our we had common time, so <laughs> I'm gonna uh, be her client uh, upcoming two things so that she can have a chance to experience a little bit something a little bit different and some different issues yeah. so that'll be uh that'll be good, and that's what we need you know the more variety. Um, And sometimes we don't, and I I understand exactly what you're saying. Like, I remember in the early years when I had clients that, and I didn't really feel very secure, I had one client who was, um, it was probably the worst experience I've had talking to someone. I mean, I I said something that made him feel like I was um, judging him, which was not my intention. And he mm-hmm. was in such a bad spot at the moment that he said, you're just like them and them meaning the people that he was having issues with. And I was just like, uh, uh, I didn't know what to say. And he hung up on me. So here I was a new counselor. I knew him and he knew me. Um, but, and I was like, think quick girl. What do you, what should you do? <laughs> um, so I texted him apologize. I said, I, I did not mean to insult you. I'm so sorry. Please call me back and allow me to apologize. And luckily, and I was totally winging it. I was just, you know, opening to guidance from something because I didn't really know what to do. And he called me back and I apologized. And I said, you know, this is my lack of experience. And I apologize. And he said, he said, Dina, I've known you for a while now, and I know that you are a loving person. And so I was wrong to have come to that judgment. And then we kind of went through it. But it did kind of make me nervous. So I know what you're talking yeah. about, the nervousness. And the and I, I talked to Jennifer until I said, this is what I did. This is what happened. And she, um, you know, encouraged me and said, you did the right thing. But it scared me. It did scare me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. took away my confidence a little bit and you know and I was wondering how how do I how do I do this so eventually that you know the truly helpful prayer I found truly helpful because the one that says I don't know do we have a copy of it somewhere I mean it's a great um,
4: oh yeah and um, they you have did it
1: can you well, read they're... it out it, I mean oh. it's, to be able to to read this one Marie before you sit down to counsel someone, is so helpful we because it, it's the true. I call it the truly helpful prayer.
4: That's um, what they all call it. So actually, at the 7:40 um, meditation in the morning that Lori does, they read that. Um, the wait, where, can, where can
1: she find it? Where can I find uh, it? I'll it go grab you?
4: my book. I think okay. it's chapter five, but I'll just grab it. Okay. It's the last prayer. Oh, thank you! And it's
1: so good, Marie. And even if you memorize parts of it, or print it out, or have it re- ready to read, because um, what it basically says is that um, you don't have to worry, right. Spirit. I've got your back. I'm going to guide you. So it's short. Wow. it, It's wonderful. Wow. for Counselors, for, especially it, for new counselors, in the
2: workbook uh, number.
1: No, it's in the text you're talking about the ACIM text
4: yes okay oh in the ACIM of course miracles
1: that's where it's from chapter five of the text
4: Uh, I'm just gonna make sure I didn't lie because it's it's the very last prayer it's either chapter four it's chapter five so I'm yeah it's chapter five I was correct so it's the very last part it's the, the decision for God and this is it talks about making decisions can't be difficult and that's this is where it it says so say to yourself what you do remember as soon as you can remembering the holy spirit will respond fully to your slightest invitation oh i'm sorry no that's not the one sorry it (laughs) is that's why i was like that doesn't follow so it has to be four Being Truly Helpful, it's the last prayer in four, which chapter four, the last section is Being Truly Helpful. So you might just chapter want Chapter
2: four. Mm-hmm.
4: Section 11. Well, I don't know. What book do you have? Do you have the blue book or the purple book?
2: Uh, no, the other book.
4: Which one? Oh, sorry. It's similar, so you'll find it. This one purple, yes, the purple book, yes, so it's on page one ninety three The section begins on page one ninety, so that's the book I was calling the purple book, it's the course um, circle of atonement edition c o a so being truly being truly helpful okay. yes, and at the on page one ninety three is the prayer
2: Oh, i am here only to be truly helpful
4: Yeah. yes that one yeah you can read it
2: yes i am oh. here only to be truly helpful that's the one i will read before having a counseling session that's your advice
1: would you like to yeah that's my advice um and then you can actually memorize parts of it i don't anymore read it um fully I don't open the book and read it. I just remember the parts of it, you know, that I don't need to worry. I've got a paraphrased version of it, okay. which is I don't need to worry. Um let just relax, girl. Spirit will knows what to say, will give you the words, will tell you what to do. Um and you don't need to doubt at all. That's my paraphrase version. But Marie, would you like to read or or Arabas just for our listening for people that might listen to the recording later? the sure. what it
4: says. Um, I'm happy to. It's just so funny. You said the exact same line. So I have a friend who, um, she was in my Freedom Posse. And she booked her first client to do, she's doing forgiveness work. And she booked the client today. So she had a move activation session. So she was telling me that. And then this morning she was like, I'm feeling really anxious. And I I wrote that exact, I said, the truly helpful prayer is truly helpful. And then you just said that. And that was exactly what I gave her this morning <laughs> about a client. So I just wanted to say that. So being truly helpful. Would you like to read it, Marie? Or
2: Okay. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent him who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. So beautiful. Well, wow. and uh, something crossed my mind. You know, when I uh, am counselling, uh, I uh, very often i I would like to give some advices. Just keep telling. Oh, yeah, you should do. It. Not telling you should, but could you do this? <laughs> so that's not good isn't its it, isn't it?
0: Um,
1: i think i think you hit the nail on the head to say it as a should no, no sometimes not. if you say would you like my and sometimes they'll ask you know could you advise me on this yeah. um, and i and sometimes with certain people i'll say Are you sure you want to hear what i have to say <laughs> it mm-hmm. depends on what it is and, and um but if, if they invite you to, yes, and you, you know, look for that directed guidance. If um, you could also ask, would you like to hear my advice? Probably not the best move for a counselor to make, but if something strikes you, like, you know, with the girl the other night that I had the advice for her to to look into the counseling program. I mean, it sat with me for 15 minutes. I kept trying to ignore it like this, like this little thing. And I'm like, I actually had a different client I was going to recommend into um, checking out the program. I didn't even think about her initially. And I was sitting there and it was just so uh, apparent. So I said, I'd like to recommend something to you Mm -hmm. if you're interested and okay. she, she had, you could see that she was interested as I started to explain it. And she said, oh, I thought, I she said, I just stopped listening because I thought it meant I had to be a counselor. I didn't know I could just go to this training intensive and work on my skills. And I didn't, I don't want to be a counselor. So, um, you know, that was I guess there's a fine line in forcing our, so if we try to force advice on someone, it makes them feel guilty or ashamed or what Mm -hmm. have you, you know, like a little kid, like bad kid, then no, we Mm -hmm. shouldn't do that. And ultimately we want them to find everything for themselves, but sometimes a little bit of guidance. um, So I wouldn't necessarily discount because it could be a um, inspired idea that has come into your mind
2: yeah i did that with elena but usually she said yeah i know that i know that and then i don't know what to say uh okay <laughs> good that's difficult to come to be a counselor at that moment i say okay very good then
0: and-
1: yeah no the, and there are people i've experienced that as well it, not just with counseling clients but i have a friend who will I'll, I'll give her some advice and she'll say i know that i know that and, I think what that means is, or I've thought of that already. I think what that means is they're just not there with it yet. And then as you remind them, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit irritating to them because they know, they know it, maybe they're not doing it. They're not ready to process it yet. So Mm -hmm. I've learned to back off a little bit from that from those places if they're not ready to see it. But I had uh, my uh, male client who's not, he doesn't even know what ACIM is or any of us are. He's never been in a world that any of us have been in. He's compl- but he's very spiritual. And he asked for my advice about um, a relationship that he had cut off and as to, and it had been of no use to him at all. Uh, and he cut it off and then he but he got lonely And he Mm -hmm. kind of reached back out and he asked my advice about starting up the relationship again. And -hmm. that's why I said, are you sure you want to hear my advice? And he said, yes. Mm -hmm. And what was coming to me was, how much time do you want to waste, is what I asked him. That's a pretty powerful statement. But that's what, and this wasn't me trying to be, you know, this was sort of rising up in a in a, you know, and I would never have said that to him unless he asked, unless I determined that he was ready to hear it. And it was meaningful to him. He knew exactly what that meant.
4: So I just want to clarify for this recording. So when we're talking about advice, we use that word when it's ego, when it's just sort of our reaction to something, but we Use the word guidance when it's inspired, when yeah. it's brought from a different place. And Dina, she she used advice, but she also clearly indicated that all those statements were inspired and were guided. So it's I think it's just helpful for our vocabulary if we keep advice.
1: Yes, as no, a, I agree with you. Just yeah.
4: that just the like and to say that as a new counselor, of course. It is supernatural. You want to give advice because that's the way we've always been with
0: people. Mm, and yeah. so it is
4: the practice of recognizing this is coming from me, releasing that and going back into spirit, spirit, spirit. And so oh. we're only sharing. So, what I tell people when they ask about a session, I have a little blurb and I say, You'll be speaking and I'll be listening for guidance. So, um, you know, not to worry about talking and talking, um, you know, because when I'm guided, I will respond or speak. So, um, so anyway.
1: And that was a a very challenging thing that I said to him. And I would would normally not speak like that. I I did feel very guided to speak to him in that way. Um, And it was something that he needed to be challenged on. But it was not me trying to fix him. It was not me trying to tell him he was bad or wrong or the relationship was bad or wrong. It was a, a, it was a, I guess some somewhere something came together in our thinking and our joining in that at that session that this was a challenge statement that would then allow him to open a door and see things for what they are. So, um, yeah, that's that just came to me really out of, I didn't sit there thinking, oh dude, you're off a hundred percent. You know, I just didn't, I try not, I, and I don't find myself really judging anyone during these. I think that's the different space that you feel that you're in within the counseling session. That's mm-hmm. you don't feel like you just love these people. You see, you see all the good, you see the potential and they, when they, when you see this wonderful shining person and then they have a, you see how they don't like themselves or they have self-hate or they're getting ready to step into something that isn't is compromising they're settling instead of going to healthy they're going to unhealthy so that but we don't we but we there's just this they look like these wonderful beings to you you know you don't instead of um or at least it's becoming more and more so for me I see that Yeah, I was just... going to
4: say you're at the end of your counseling session, yeah. so you can see that progression. But the key is, Marie, you have lots of safe clients in the spiritual counseling program, right? Yes, ask yes. to give sessions, offer, reach out to people. Um, and I always find specifically if you reach out to individual people, that that will get net you more responses than sort of a group one, but that's just how I've seen it. So, and
1: and we determined that in France, uh, I'm on Eastern time. So her 6 PM or 7 PM is my noon or 1 PM. And even though I work during the day, I can carve out a lunch hour. So Mm -hmm. I'm assuming others can do that too, or, you know, might be able to. So that's, you may find yeah. some of us lunchtime clients in this country and your early okay. evening.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much.
4: So, so many wonderful things you've shared Dina. Um, yeah. And I, and think I apologize
1: if I got a little bit too controversial there. I mean, that could be. You didn't.
4: You okay. didn't. All right. I think it's important. I just wanted to make sure whoever's listening was also clear that you from your higher Holy spirit self were responding to the person's higher Holy spirit self. And what was said was received from that level. And it yes. wasn't the human, like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like it wasn't from that space. And I, I just really wanted it to be clear. So whoever is listening, because I mean, I heard it in what you were saying, but you've become such a skilled counselor um, over time. And I also want to just highlight what you have done and you've progressed because you came in before I did, but, and you had taken time off because of, you know, personal, lots of personal life happening.
1: Yeah. That's Um, when um, Doug died. Yeah. I took a little time off. Yes. Yes.
4: And so, I also just want to say for this recording, also, that it's still happening in divine timing. It's not on the timeline that you plan. It is really taking your life each step at a time and seeing the unfoldment. Because, yes, that's right. You have really, even in this year, I've seen from the beginning of the year to now such deepening such richness and and you wear it like it's it just is a whole field now around the
1: the purple (laughs) the purple the violet way so um, thank you I appreciate that that's very uh, lovely of you to say that
4: I wanted to speak um anyway sorry it's five after and um long
1: didn't we yes
4: (laughs) Probably because I came and started talking, so um, <laughs> I've been talking a lot. Who would like to pray?
1: I prayed in, so I think Marie gets to pray out.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's begin by putting our hand on our heart and to take a deep. Holy breath, breathing in the love of God. Breathing in the light of God. And breathing out the love and the light of God. We are so grateful, so thankful for this wonderful gathering. We could share whatever we experienced and we could remember the truth of not only what we are and who we are, but also what others are. We are all willing to hold a loving sacred space. For everyone we are counseling. And today, we were so grateful to connect with each other within our heart, with love, with gratitude, with harmony. And I am so grateful for Dina and Araba and uh, Becky for the connection. With the, the divine. We share the benefit of our healing with everyone because we are one with them. With ease and grace, we know it's done. With trust and faith, we say Amen.
1: Thank you. Thank you, ladies. See you, uh, see you soon. Wednesday, Marie. Yes. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Take care.
2: Beautiful. Prayer. Bye. Bye. Uh, thank, thank
1: you. Thank you. Bye. Araba? Yes, If You
2: have just five minutes. Uh, um, Trudy, it will be very short.
4: Yeah, so it'll be on the recording. Is that what you want? Okay. So, why don't we hang up and then find each other on WhatsApp? Okay. Or did you need, did you want to Zoom? I'll find you on WhatsApp.
2: No, no, because at uh, in uh, 20 minutes, my time, I am facilitating a Freedom Posting.
4: Okay, so yes. Um, so let's end here and then I'll find you okay. on
0: WhatsApp. Okay. Thank Thanks. you. Bye. Love you. Love you too. Bye.